Hey, hey, so this episode is so cool. It's a wild card episode where I'm having a very laid back casual conversation with a good, good girlfriend of mine. Maybe she's more like a little sister. Yeah, that's what it is. Her name is Brandy. So come listen into our convo. So as I mentioned before, the giveaway is still going on. When I reach 20 reviews on iTunes, I am definitely going to put all of those names into a random selector and choose one lucky winner to win a $100 valued prize. It's going to include a money gift card, a gift card to a restaurant, and also jewelry from Gemini Fly. So get those reviews in. Brandon. Girl. Hey, I had to go get my um my glass of red wine because after all the things have transpired, I need to have a little wine before we get into this conversation. Do I need to go pour me some? Or just Maybe wait? you do. Maybe you do. Oh no. <laughs> I might midway through. <laughs> okay. Well, I wanted us to chat it up because that's typically what we do. And I find our conversations to be so interesting, and I think people would love to listen in. So let's talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, our 20s, girl. Because where did they go? Uh, They disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> where did they go? I want my 20s back. I want all my 20s back. I don't. Well, not the first 20s. Not the 20, 21, 20s. They can have 20, all that. But like 24, 25, 26, uh-huh. I want them back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll take some of them back. You'll take some of them back. Well, yeah. I was thinking about just all the fun we used to have and how we had all this energy to go out. Like everybody in the city worked at that time, but they were going out like two to three times a week. Top. Yeah. True. <laughs> And I don't know how we were balancing it, but we were like, okay, Tuesday we had um, platinum. The platinum. The platinum. Mm-hmm. You would go with your work clothes on and get you a little food, a little finger food, and stay for a while to the um, to the hood people come in. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you stayed. <laughs> sometimes you stayed. You know, sometimes you needed that. And then you had Thursday, I think we would go out and Lord, somebody yeah. may have something on a Wednesday and then well, maybe that was my idea. Yeah, I think it was. That was my first little entrepreneurship let's get it type of ordeal but we were out a lot because we had to promote it. True. So then we had to show up and then y'all would show up to the event and then go to somebody else's event in the same night. Yep. <laughs> All the time. All the time. We were doing so much then. And then, you know, just getting dressed and getting our outfits together. Like, yeah, we were working, but we were living to go out, I should say. Yeah. But I don't have that energy. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't have the energy for one night. Yeah, it has to be a special occasion. Oh, and let's not talk about Magic City Classic. Magic City Classic might be a whole oh, week oh, event. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now I can only really give you one night. If that. <laughs> if that. 
girl the memories well like um we were talking not we didn't just go out no we didn't we um i mean we hung out at the crib a lot yeah yeah we we had some nice little girl nights in where we um ate good had nice (laughs) drinks (laughs) chatted up and talk about everything and sometimes we had some real deep heart to hearts yeah um we would go over to your house. We'd be at your apartment. I remember mm-hmm. going there a lot. Um, I remember I used to come over there after work a whole lot when I worked right down the street at Compass. Yes. <laughs> and I would come over there a lot of times after work. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going home. I'm just going to stay tonight. <laughs> right. And stop by Winn-Dixie and get the wine. Why, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the good old days. And then sometimes we would have you know, other people to come along, and it was just, it was cool. Um, yeah, I, I miss that sometimes. Like you said, at least once every now and again. Um, but I really wanted to talk about, too, like in our 20s, just with all that going out and everything, how, how do you think we were doing, like, with our our health and exercise? And what, did we have any regimens? Uh, no, <laughs> we, didn't. we had no no regimen. Um, Not at first. It, well, right. Well, Ginger, you did because you were working out. Like, you were going to the gym a lot. Um, mm. I remember for your birthday, I don't remember which birthday it was, though, but you had, like, you looked really good. You had lost all, like, a lot of weight. See, and when I have, like, special times, <laughs> I'll knock it down. I'll knock it down. When it's, like, a goal, like, I'm trying to you know, it's the wedding or it's, it's a birthday. Yeah, I'd knock it down. But I still would, like, eat crappy. Like, when we used to leave the club, we'll be at uh, Travis getting an old Travis doll with all the fixings on it. Didn't you used to like? No, you didn't like those, but I loved them. Oh, my gosh, they were so good. Y'all ate that. <laughs> As I refer to it, a heart attack on a bun. <laughs> I did not. What was your favorite thing? Because you had a favorite place of Oh I went to I wanted a meal. Um pasta prefer- preferably. That's what I wanted. The bougie one. And well, you know, I would, try, I would you know justify being healthy by eating like <laughs> spinach lasagna. <laughs> yes, that spinach girl. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm not gonna eat that. I know I'm not eating that pork. No, I'm not gonna eat. <laughs> I want to do spinach. <laughs> just spinach lasagna. Which I mean, loaded down with all that cheese and sauce. It wasn't no better, but I'm telling you. Well, R.I.P. to Maggio's because it no longer exists, but it was good. I remember that good old pasta salad and the calzones with they were huge with all the sausage and cheese. And after the club, it was just ooh, the, the best. Thing. It was like the perfect thing to eat. And I know yes. I gained a lot of weight going to Maggio's after the club. So can we safely say we didn't have a regimen? <laughs> we yeah, tried, we did. but it didn't work out. Oh, you did. I didn't work out until, yeah, no, I didn't work out at all. <laughs> Not then. You kind of got into the fitness thing later on down the line. And, and, and there was a, I want to say it was a golden ticket at the end of that <laughs> whole or. Well, you know, I have, you know, somebody had caught my eye. <laughs> 
Y'all, she had a reason for going to the gym. A real reason. Not just to get in shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a real reason. I, I, I was killing myself. <laughs> right. I think I came to Georgia because this reason was just like there. And I was like, I got to come see what this reason is. <laughs> and, and y'all, I saw the reason. <laughs> got my girl slim and trim. I think when everybody saw my reason, they understood. They was like, oh, shoot, yeah, I'll be busting the gym door down, too. Yeah, get me a buddy, uh, what is it called? A buddy uh, pass, or let me come on your membership. Yeah, everybody wanted a pass. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny. uh, you working, you working out today. Can I come with you? Nope. <laughs> telling you. Boy, those were the days. Those were the days. And, you know, besides that, we did have, going back to you said, we used to have times where we kind of, we weren't out, but we were still just hanging around, even at your house, like you doing my hair, girl, you kept my hair laid, you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> and we were just, pieces. Them pieces, girl, them pieces used to get some people mad, you know what I'm saying? We all had those pieces laid, and boy, we go to some of these spots, and some people didn't like them pieces. But, <laughs> but we used to have heart to hearts and sometimes it was about love and relationships sometimes it could be about family you know or yeah. work and girl work like some of us had them job jobs you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah like get up early in the morning and get off at five and whew, and I can say I actually had like a real corporate job <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't that bad, you know, like, of course, you know, sometimes you have little issues here and there, but like just the job itself, it had me traveling in my twenties and seeing different places that I probably wouldn't have normally seen them on my own um, perks. You know, we were on the hotel room. <laughs> so um, I really enjoyed that part. And I guess because I was off on the weekends, it definitely helped me to balance my party life, my social life. So, yeah. Um, well, job, just, you this. Do you ever like look back on your 20s and be like, dang, did, did we kick it like way? Did we kick it too hard? Or, you know, is there something that you wish that you like would not have done in your 20s? Well, I feel like I had the vision of the whole entrepreneurship <laughs> thing, right? But I didn't know how to put it into play because everybody worked for a job, everybody worked for a corporation or something. And I sometimes wish I could have had the mind that I have now when I had the energy and the time and not so many other obligations in my life that I could have jump started on the entrepreneurship wing or building my brand. But back then we just weren't into that kind of stuff. And um, the other thing would have been like traveling. Like I, I love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all to death. I didn't want to make a move without y'all. But now, mm -hmm. you know, as I'm getting older and I have a family and I have small kids and a husband, I'm like, yeah, I wish I would have done some solo traveling. Cause like everybody's doing this, going to somewhere foreign or whatever by themselves. They don't know anybody there and they're just having these experiences. And I'm like, man, that's cool, but I can't do that because I think you've got to start on that kind of stuff early before you start getting those um, restrictions on yourself. <laughs> like I can't, you right. know, that fit before that fear sets in. So I wish I would have been 
a little more brave in that aspect. But I don't regret it because I had a good time. And I think it's typical 20-year-olds, 20-something-year-olds growing up, especially in our hometown. That's what everybody was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? Like, do you feel like you wish you would have done something else besides all the partying? Or... So don't get me wrong. It was fun. But I guess... I guess the only thing about that whole, the whole party scene and everything, I just wish, I guess sometimes I wish that I just would have handled some certain situations a little better. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like you were mature only to, you know, a certain level, but then on the other hand, you know, you still had that little bit of immaturity going on. And so, sometimes, you know, looking back, of course, I'm like, dang, I handled that situation very immaturely. And uh, a lot of times I was childish. So, But we were young. And, you know, a lot of people go through those things. I mean, I've learned from it. But, exactly. you know, it's just looking back. It's just like, dang, ready. Like, that's how you handled that then? And well, so. Well, I don't think you should feel any regret for that because. Oh, I don't. <laughs> some people are living that right now in their 30s and 40s you know what I'm saying oh, yeah. so I feel good in the sense that that been there done that is over with you know you're not gonna catch me in the streets or in those streets however they say it now you know acting like a chicken <laughs> I always say that I know that that puts some age on me but at least I know I'm not gonna be a chicken in these streets that travel by yourself thing I know I don't feel bad about that at all because I would not do that that's da- that is dangerous Why like is it dangerous I mean for me I'm afraid like I'm afraid to do that because I'm scared that I'll get kidnapped and be sold in the black market for sex trafficking <laughs> it's like, like sex slave or something so no what's that movie with that guy um where they take the his daughter. Take him. Is that the movie? <laughs> that's what you sound like right about now. Well, that's probably what would have happened. Right. My so Think about it, Ginger. You go over there, you be drunk because you was drink, you know, heavy drinking. So right. you know you be drunk and you're not paying attention, girl. I mean to snatched you up. Yeah. They could <laughs> if they wanted to. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, we'll, we'll get to that because I believe, you know, it's time for us to start doing things at least once a year at the yeah. age that we are now. You know, we can't do it quite as often because right. the dynamic has changed. But, you know, since we all so damn scary, maybe we should just travel in a group. <laughs> <laughs> book a um, book a thing about the 20s was love love big crazy confusing time in the 20s because you knew the word you know and it seemed like it was something that was tangible or the next step in your life and you know i think at the time the club was out and <laughs> lust in the club lust in the club <laughs> and you know you, sometimes you'd be dazed and confused and oh my gosh like Give me your whole synopsis on the love triangle in the twenties. <laughs> love triangle, probably <laughs> like love square, love, love square. square. 
to forget a triangle. That mess, love was a hot mess in my 20s. Yeah, I, I don't think I knew it. I to think. the point to where I, like, looking back on it now, it's like, that was not love. <laughs> that was something else. It it wasn't love. Yeah, I uh, think we would get attached to people, and you know, clearly they say women mature more than men or faster than men. Um, but I think even then, maybe emotionally, we were ahead of some of the guys. We were um, a lot of. Them. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well. I tell you one thing about love and all that craziness. I wish that more of my friends would have dated. That's what I did. I dated. And when I say dating, I don't mean I connected physically with everyone, but just going on a date and, you know, getting to know a person and knowing something more than what I'm seeing in the club. Because it's all a facade in the club. It's all, you know, diamonds and lights and glistening and all that stuff. So when you see someone in a sober lighting, you can kind of see and get to know them more. And you're like, you know what? That's a square dude right there. I don't think he the one. Or, you know, he's really deep. He, you know, I couldn't dance with him at a club or having an encounter there. But I just feel like doing all that dating helped me to kind of narrow it down to, excuse me, what I liked in a man or what I wanted in a man. Hmm. And that was really important for me. But they say dating in your 30s ain't bad. <laughs> you know? Well, you're not dating in your 30s, so you can't <laughs> speak on that. Huh, I am. And we will save that topic for another day. But okay. <laughs> for the 20s. Um, yeah, I didn't date a lot, though. Uh, I dated some, but not a lot. And... Uh, it was it was the real choosy. I was. I really was. Yeah. I was. But I'm not mad at that though. Yeah. Like <clears throat> I'm not mad at it at all. Is there anybody that I regret not dating? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I got you. <laughs> and I mean people that I did date, do I regret dating them? Uh, not necessarily. I wouldn't say I regret it, but you know, some I wouldn't have gotten so serious with. Yeah. But, but you uh, never know. You never know. Like, everything is destined. You know, it's, it's nothing is nothing that we have control over. And one thing we certainly don't have control over is our heart. So, I don't like to say, you know, I shouldn't. Da, 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 da. I think it was just a lesson, you know, and it was, and it was a time that was uh, enjoyed in some essence, learned from, and you grew and you you grow and you start kind of tapering or tailoring in what you want, you know. Mm. So now you're not confused about it. <laughs> oh no, not no. But, <laughs> What else can we say about the 20s? I'm trying to think. Like, it was such an amazing time. In my 20s, I, well, let me tell you what I wish I would have done. I really wish that I would have, um, I guess I wish I would have, like, really, really worked out more. 
and made it like a for real habit and like a part of my lifestyle because now I'm struggling to get back into that. Um, Not so much with like the eating part, but the working out part. RIP to the metabolism, you know, because it just went somewhere. And the B12 is not helping. You know, the salads don't work all the time. You actually got to get out there, break the sweat and do what you got to do. And, you know, now we're not the youngest ones in the gym anymore. You know, we are somewhere in the middle. I see even old torque classes and all that. I'm like, I got to get myself together. Because there's no way Nana is about to show me up. (laughs) She's just not. But honey, Nana shows me up in my bar class every time I go. (laughs) She over there getting it. She just squatting. She just she she killing it and she in there killing it. And I feel like I'm about to drop dead. But you know what? I'm proud of us for even having this conversation and talking about it now, what we wish we would have done and the fact that we're doing it now. Like you have a personal trainer, I'm going to the gym, knocking it out. And, you know, when we approach these forties on down the line, the conversation would be quite different. <laughs> It'd be quite different. I believe one thing we didn't touch on, and it was very important in our twenties was friendships. Mm-hmm. And I know for me with friendships, uh, I wouldn't say it was too, um, didn't have too many ups and downs, you know. Um, I kind of handle people according to what they gave me. If they felt like being bothered, then, hey, we kicked it. We went out. We did whatever. If they had a little attitude, I gave them their space. Um, you know, sometimes you fall out with people and you get back together. And that's always been kind of like the little yo-yo effect with me and most of my friendships. And so I don't really live in regret with a lot of my friendships. I I just think that I wish we could have done more things than just the party. It seemed like the party was such a huge aspect of the friend. I wish we could have mm-hmm. done more things that would have been something that we could kind of still feed off of now that we're older. So yeah, that's it with friendship for me. Uh, what about you? My friendships were a bit of a roller coaster ride. <laughs> I think everything about my twins was just a huge roller coaster ride, and it was just a, a hot, just a mess sometimes. But um, and I think that's because I was too nice. But like, honestly, I think that's what it is. I think I'm just too nice of a person. <laughs> No, I think you just don't really get down with conflict too well. I I don't. I hate it. And so when it came to like to friendships, uh, there were some people that I had to cut off mm-hmm. and just walk away from. And to this day, I don't ever. I don't regret ever being you know friends with certain people. But at the same time, um, I don't miss not having them in my life at all. Right. And I feel like the friendship, I mean, the time that we had as friends or whatever, you know, it was great. We, you know, it was wonderful. But when it was time for it to end, it was time for it to end. And mm-hmm. the people that I have in my life now that are my friends that, you know, the circle's pretty small, but I like it that way. I prefer it that way. And these are people that have my best interest at heart. Um, They encourage me. 
they push me when I want to give up. Um, and I can't necessarily say that I would have gotten that before, but I can't say that I wouldn't have. I just think that, you know, God just brings people into your life for the time that you need them. And some people are there to stay, some aren't. And the ones that I have now, I know that they are here to ride for me in the long run. Right, so, right. Yeah, I, I definitely believe in seasons because, you know, unfortunately, we all do expire. And so right. even relationships, friendships, um, they expire. And so I try to take away the good things out of it. And I don't forget the bad things that happen either. But I just try to cherish those good moments and then just thank God that he will, I will, he restored or he brought forth these new friendships that in this part of my life has helped me grow. Because maybe that was just for a season of you're in your 20s, you're hanging out, you're going out. We're in this position in life together. And now something different you know right I mean you know when you start to elevate and grow as a person everybody don't you know everybody's not growing with you and that's just what it is now at the same time I will say what I also took away from you know friendships and everything is that I mean I also know and understand that in order to have someone be a good friend to you if that's what you want you know everybody wants a good friend everybody wants their loyal friend that down friend but you have to be that to people in order to get that so mm-hmm. I can't say that I was always 100% that person back then right. and right. I mean I'm not gonna say that the reason why a lot of friendships failed was 100 was like solely based on the other person I played a part in it too but <clears throat> um like I said, I learned a lot from it and I carry those lessons into my relationships with people now. And with that, I think, I mean, I do, I have solid relationships, solid friendships with people that I cherish. And my friends are like my sisters. Um, oh, they have become my family. So, yeah. That's super sweet. And, you know, I think it's huge when we can take ownership in situations that I guess in some people's eyes fail or they don't continue. When we take ownership, it definitely shows a sense of maturity instead of, you know, just going down and wrong. You did me wrong. I did. We probably both did each other, each other. But like I said, we, I mean, I can name situations where I handle, uh, like I say, not just necessarily with a guy, but even with old friends or current friends now that, I, that we probably fell out at some point, but I mean, found our way back together that I handled in a very immature way and mm-hmm. vice versa. So, I mean, yeah, we were in your 20s and you consider yourself to be grown, but a lot of times you're still childish as hell. <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. That's I mean, look true. at Nene. I watched uh, The Housewives, and I'm like, dang, I don't ever want to be that person. I don't want to be, like, damn near 50 years old and still immature. I'm telling you. And can't keep a friend. That's right. crazy. Like, that is terrible. You Who gotta wants check to be that yourself? <laughs> you gotta exactly. check yourself at that point. <laughs> you do. When we're talking about friends, you know, me being a long ranger, I have to just pull out that long distance friendship (laughs) I went through like a real deep situation because I left all of my friends 
married the love of my life and he's a military man and it moved me to several different places and oh. girl I'm about to cry because like I'm serious because y'all were like my unit my my sisters I don't have a biological stepsister nothing so my friends were like my go-to my girls and so you know I remember when Michelle was like you're gonna be next you're gonna be next and Michelle's my best friend, y'all, by the way. I was just like, girl, I'm not going to be next. I'm out here, as uh, this comedian said, I'm out here bucking. I'm like, out here having fun, acting a fool. And hey, lo and behold, behold God said, nope, get over here. You're about to become somebody's wife. And, you know, everything moved so fast. I was engaged. Then we weren't hanging out as much. Then all my friends were my bridesmaids. And next thing I know, I'm moving. <laughs> next thing I know I'm a mama and so you know I often tell people that trying to start friendships in a new place at this age is really hard because you know everybody has their reservations and their expectations and so you know it's not as easy as we're all from the same place we may know the same people and that's how we gravitate I always see you at the same spot so it has been difficult and just like seeing my friends get new friends and grow that was hard for me but I'm so so happy because I know that we all need to grow and I know that we're still friends no matter what no matter if I don't see you every day you know right. I can always get on a plane, excuse me, and go see my girls. And so, you know, I wanted to see what are your thoughts about how to keep long distance friendships together? <sighs> I suck at that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Shut up. But no, for real, I do. But the only reason I say that is because I'm not the best person when it comes to keeping in contact. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, you and I, we talk with it. We'll go through a period where we don't talk at all. Yeah. And that period may be for, like, some months. I mean, mm -hmm. and then, like, I have another friend that lives out of state, and we don't talk that often. I mean, when we do, it's like we picking up right back where we left off. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, sometimes I do feel like a crappy friend because I don't, you know, reach out as often as I could or should. But at the same time, it's like, I don't even talk to, I guess my thing is I don't talk to my friends that are in the city with me that often. <laughs> like, and I, I get that. Every day. So, I totally um, get it. You know, when life, when you busy doing your thing and you know, I mean, like you're in Texas doing your thing with your family and everything and I'm here, you know, trying to get some things going here you just kind of you know time just kind of get away from you but you know I do know that I need to put in more of an effort um with my friends that you know aren't in state because I mean time is short and I would just hate for anything to ever happen and then I'm just left with this regret of dang Brandon like you really could have reached out more than you more yes than you yes I'm the same way well you know like I said earlier we got to get that whole at least once a year have a girl's trip and I don't care if it's where we meet somewhere and get a hotel suite and a chef comes in or we get some lodges or whatever like we just right. got to make it happen because like you said time is too short and, and I would love for 
most or all whatever in the name of Jesus of the VIP crew to get back together one more time. <sighs> we have to pray on that one. <laughs> so we have yeah. that. Yeah, I'm stretching my hands out to the Father as we speak. Well, you stretch because I ain't, but you go ahead. Whatever, whatever. Well, listen, we have chit-chatted and Brandy, I have enjoyed it as always. I and mean, like I said, I think people are going to love to listen in on our conversation. And, you know, when I started this podcast, it'd be about makers because I feel like me being a maker and you having a maker friend, moi, um, I wanted to create a community so that I can build friendships with other makers. But I also said, you know what? Why don't I pull on some of my friends that I already know and I've already had for all this time and, you know, let people know that I'm a real person. Yeah, I'm a maker, but I've had some great times. You know, man? Um, I've had some wild nights, <laughs> you know, and it's just not always all business, you know. You got to have some fun. You got to talk to your real friends, your real family, and just let your hair down, you know. Right. Yeah. So, Brandy, before we go, let people know how they can get in contact with you in case after listening to your sexy voice, they want to follow you and oh. stuff on social God. media. <laughs> if you want to hear my sexy voice, don't follow me on social media. <laughs> <laughs> but other besides that, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at um, lover underscore of underscore October. And I'll and have that. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'll have her Instagram name in the show notes so that you can follow her. And we're and Brandy, I can't wait to talk to you soon. You know, I'll probably talk to you in a couple days or so. So. Yes, because I'm pretty sure I'll have something interesting to tell you in a couple of days because my life is just, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all over the place. Talk to you soon. All righty. Love you. Okay. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you love what you hear today, make sure that you are leaving a five-star rating and review here in iTunes. And also be sure to follow us at Voice of the Makers at Instagram and screenshot, show us some love so we can share you on Instagram story. I'm thrilled to announce this episode's sponsor, my very own brand, Gemini Fly. Gemini Fly is a bohemian inspired, tribal infused handmade jewelry line. Ginger makes everything with passion, color, shape, dimension, and love when creating. The earrings are the most requested and often inspired from music, the delicious food she's had, artists that she admires, color palettes, and all the way down to the textures and patterns she's touched. Today, Gemini Fly will be offering our listeners 20% off their order with the code VOTME9. Just go to GeminiFly.com and at checkout, enter the code VOTME9 and get an additional 20% off of your purchase.